Hi, I'm the Strategist Cowboy. Our first and only contestant this week is a Belgian Jules beer called Christmas beer or beer de Noël from the monastery Abidon Brewery. Beer de Noël is an ale with a higher than average ABV. Even for an ale, it is a fairly high ABV. That is because it is a triple ale, as it is referred to with Belgian ales. There are double and quadruple ales to be found too. The brewery is actually located in the Belgian region of Wallonia. Not exactly smack in the wine belt, but well within the boundaries of Wallonia some distance apart from Flanders and closer to France. I can't enter their brewery website Brasserie de la Baie d'Orne since I got a warning on my computer that there has been credit card frauds and password theft by criminals. It doesn't say criminals, but I hardly think it is the brewery that is up to shenanigans. I had to rely on scarce information solely from Systemblogit about this beer. There is not much information to collect from the bottle, neither. The ingredients in beer de Noël are water, barley malt, and hops, and likely yeast. The beer de Noël assortment comes in a very nice, almost completely white, chubby and curvy short bottle with Christmas vibes. The bottle is size 36. 33 centiliters, or about 11 liquid ounces. It is as nice of a bottle as there ever was. The beer costs about 26 Swedish kronor, i.e. 2 US dollars and 85 cents. That is just over 1 US dollar per 4 ounces of beer. That is very cheap for an ale with such strong ABV. The preferred serving temperature is according to Systemblaget and the bottle itself, 10 to 12 degrees Celsius, i.e. 50 to 54 degrees Fahrenheit. And I'm checking the temperature right now with my IR, IR uh, uh, sensor. It's about 11 and a half degrees Celsius, or in Fahrenheit, it's uh, 54.1. So it's very well tempered. Beer de Noël has got a whopping 9% ABV. How about the experience then? Very nice aroma here. Sweet aroma. Gingerbread aroma.
It's got a very tall head, three fingers tall, and I haven't even pulled the whole beard. Nice white brownish foam. And its color is uh, brownish, reddish, orangey, brownish, something. First impression, impression. It's a rich beer. First impression, the Belgians have done it again. It's rich. It's strong, strong ABV. It's, uh, is it bread-like? Yeah, perhaps uh, some dark bread-like taste. I'd say that it's yeasty. It's normal in, in uh, Belgian ales. And it's uh, malty. Taste on my palate. Uh. almost a liquor because it's strong. It, it's not liquor, but it's very strong. So I can taste it on my palate. Uh, like a, like a, it fills my palate with fumes. It's uh, uh, kind of sweet. Yeah. It's uh, bitter. More hoppy, and it's um, it's not candy-like. I wouldn't say so. It's not. Uh, it's not fruity. I wouldn't say that it is. It's so strong, so I can't sense any fruitiness in it anyway. But it, it's got uh, some spices. Yeah, I don't know what I, I'm not very good at spices. I, I, I always tell that to you listeners that and um, No herbs. The undertone is uh, 
spicy and the carbonation level it's impossible to impossible for me to tell right now but maybe later but we'll, we'll soon be over with this one and then then there's no one more today i was going to save this beer for the last for for the week before christmas but uh, or something like that but i i have one other beer that is uh, 75 centiliters or about 17 ounce uh, what is it uh, not 17 it's uh, uh, well uh, yeah uh, I, I don't know but uh, let me check here uh, 25 liquid ounces it's uh, well carbonated i can sense uh, it wants to come up here gas so it's well carbonated is it creamy It, 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 I don't think so, but it's, uh, it's round, if I can say, tell say that. So it, it's, uh, it, it's, it, it feels soft or round, but not creamy. It's not acidic and there are no aberrations. Uh, it's well balanced. Uh, and luckily there is no pine needle taste in it. That's an aberration of something. If anything is, uh, pine needle is an aberration, I think. That's my opinion anyway, but the, it, there, there isn't. It's almost honey-like, like a little bit of honey in it, in the taste anyway. If there is honey in it, I don't know. But it's certainly not um, syrup. I don't think so. More like honey in the taste. Well, if it, if it had been syrup in it, I would have felt it in my solar plexus. Because every time I drink a beer with syrup in it, typically Danish beers, it feels like I'm getting punched in my solar plexus. And I don't feel that today. Uh, maybe it's clove in it I don't know I don't think so but it could be raisin 
it's got a taste of raisin. And that's it, I think. Okay, what about grading then? I I must grade this beer high. But it's a Belgian beer, so I'm not surprised. Usually Belgian beers, I grade them at least an 8 devil out of 10 possible. More, more often a 9 devil out of 10 possible. And sometimes even a 10 devils out of 10 possible. And this beer, I'm going to grade... It's so strong, but it, a high ABV doesn't necessarily mean that the beer that the beer tastes good. Then there's more to it to make a good beer, and this is a good beer. I would grade this beer. Nine or ten devils out of ten possible, but which? Uh, I usually don't grade beers ten devils, but I'm gonna do it today. It happens, especially with Belgian beers. But this beer is very good. Strong as an elephant beer, but uh, good as a Belgian beer. So 10 devils out of 10 possible devils. So very good beer. Couldn't praise it more. Absolutely don't drink and operate heavy machines, military or civilian. Excuse me. Drink, respons drink responsibly or not at all. Don't drink at all if you're underage or pregnant. <sighs> Sorry. This week's lesson is called Smack You're Dead. At the end of June and the beginning of July 2015, long time ago, Putin put in a higher gear and was accusing the West again for depraved liberal decadence. Putin claims that he and Russia maintain a kind of moral conservatism but that contrasts with the Western countries' depraved lifestyles with gay rainbow parades and all that nonsense. But this moral conservatism is obligatory for the individual in Russia. It is not possible to talk about Russian freedom anymore. Interestingly, Russia after 2011, according to Russian Academy member Vadim Pokrovsky, head of the Federal Center for the Fight Against AIDS in Russia, has withdrawn all state funds for HIV AIDS prevention in the country. This resulted in that the number of HIV infected Russians increased by 10% in just one year, and the increase continued. 
90,000 new infected people were discovered in 2014. And Pokrovsky said there would be 1 million HIV-infected Russians by the end of 2015. The medical specialist Pokrovsky expected the actual number to be much higher, perhaps as much as seven times higher. In 2014 alone, 190,000 Russians died of AIDS or AIDS-related diseases. Almost half of those infected with HIV in Russia were drug addicts. But those who catch HIV increasingly acquire it through heterosexual contacts. 3% of all Russian men were infected at the time. How it looks today, I can only guess with horror. Vladimir Putin thus believes that the West is depraved. But at least classic Americans and Swedes believe that we have got a free will of which we are meant to use. We have the God-given right to choose God or to reject him, man as well as, well as woman. One cannot force anyone to choose heaven. It does not lead to the heavenly kingdom, either for the coercer nor for the coerced. That is if you believe in God, as I do. Therefore, it is we who are right, who let every man and woman decide for themselves how to live their lives, without reprisals from a hypothetic state church or from the politicians. Freedom of agency is so important to God, because God wants you to seek him up of your own free will. If it then would turn out that we are the same scrap of iron as the Russians, then we, at least, are only coercive to a much lesser degree, and we are supported by God, unlike Putin's Russia. Those who are the least wicked are also those who are commissioned by God to lead the free world. Traditionally, the Americans have been the only ones who have been able to do so. Therefore, Putin's new Roman ambitions will fail, for he does not have God on his side. Putin's Russia is more like a corrupt kleptocratic Central African country with a consolidated and stable post-colonial rule than it is like America. And I have been so keen on that the United States does not deviate from the straight path because then it will be all over for everybody. And it appears like it is going to be over soon. I have some homework. It is time to confess color. What do you think of the following statement? One cannot force anyone to choose heaven. It does not lead to the heavenly kingdom, either for the coercer nor for the coerced. You might think the above sentence to be unrelated to strategy, but it is not unrelated at all. The manner in which we answer this question says everything about everything. Your answer reveals more about your implied strategy and also tactics than anything else you can say or do. If I know that you are the kind of person who disagree about this statement, I also know that I can beat you. You wouldn't know what hit you if you were a foreign statesman, and I would decide that my country should attack your country or your country's interests. Smack, you are dead.
This week's lesson was so short that I'm going to do an update from December 2021 about Ugandan oil. That was one of my first strategic lessons. Uganda in 2021 owes China 1.6 billion US dollars in loans, about 4% of Uganda's GDP. I recently, in December 2021, spoke with an elderly African man with many years of experience in the gemstone business who was from Uganda. And I asked him how Ugandan oil industry is doing, if the infrastructure is built, and who can get their hands on that oil. He told me, wrongly so, that the largest oil reserves are in Congo, near Lake Victoria. Democratic Republic of Congo do not agree with the Chinese. In fact, they are forcing the Chinese mining companies out of the country. Five Chinese citizens were kidnapped in Congo in November 2021, and China is now calling for its citizens to leave the country. China cannot project military power in the east of Congo. But how about the west of Congo? I guess not. So it looks like it is the United States that will get its hand on the Congolese oil. But there is an obstacle. Congo is not located on the east coast, but countries such as Tanzania and Kenya must allow pipelines to be laid through their country's territories, unless the pipelines are laid in direction west, because then there is a narrow window on the west coast. The Democratic Republic of Congo is predominantly Christian. Democratic Republic of Congo's main export and import partner was China, as late as in 2017. The thing is that in the CIA World Factbook 2021 to 2022, they state that the Democratic Republic of Congo has a mere 180 million barrels 2018 of proved crude oil reserves. That is nothing compared to the Ugandan 2.5 billion barrels of proved crude oil reserves. But there might be a struggle between China and the US for Uganda's crude oil reserves. And that may have had an impeding impact on the building of oil infrastructure in Uganda. Also, the Republic of Congo, and that's not the Democratic Republic of Congo, has another 1.6 billion barrels of proved crude oil reserves, 2018. And their commodity export to China is nearly a whopping 54% of their total export. So China is clearly the most influential player in the, in the Republic of Congo. Oil from the Republic of Congo must surely be shipped to China, first of all. The US is neither on the Republic of Congo's main export list, nor on their main import list. The Republic of Congo is predominantly Christian. I know from a Swede 
who has lived in Tanzania for the past 20 plus years, that Tanzania, or at least where he lives, has as many Chinese inhabitants as it has African inhabitants. But it is not implausible to assume that this man only associates with businessmen in the country. However, the CIA World Factbook 2021 to 2022 states that Tanzania's Asian population is less than 1% of the total number of inhabitants. The US is, according to the CIA World Factbook 2021 to 2022, not among Tanzania's seven most important trading partners. There was no oil extraction in Tanzania in 2015 to 2018, and there isn't any proved crude oil reserves in the country, 2018, according to the Factbook, despite being located in part at Victoria Lake. Tanzania has a Christian majority population. Kenya has an even larger Christian majority population, but it is difficult to ascertain how many Chinese inhabitants the country has. It can be anything from one up to 8% of the total Kenyan population. The US is well ahead of China as an export partner for Kenya, but China is way ahead of the US as an import partner for Kenya. And again, the CIA World Factbook 2021 to 2022 states that also Kenya lacks proved crude oil reserves despite being located partly at Victoria Lake and another fairly big lake in the north of that country. How accurate is this? Neither the US nor China is a major export partner for Uganda, but China is a major import partner for Uganda, whereas the US is not. Uganda is located inland to the north of Victoria Lake. There doesn't seem to be a lot of Chinese in Uganda apart from businessmen. And Uganda's main religions are Christian religions. Also, the Ugandan GDP is even lower than the other two African countries mentioned here. And Uganda is bordering both Kenya and Congo. And Uganda is expected to have 2.5 billion barrels of proven crude oil reserves albeit no oil extraction yet. And finally, the former President Barack Obama's father was from Kenya. So it is easy to see why the US first selected Uganda as the first choice of strategic interest. Except the CIA World Factbook 2021 to 2022 omits how far Uganda has come with the building of oil infrastructure, despite it being the norm in the factbook. But Tanzania has got something like a thousand kilometers of pipelines for oil. It's a bit short. Kenya has got nearly 1,500 kilometers of pipelines for refined oil products. Tanzania and Kenya must first be assist assisted in building up their port infrastructure if the Congolese and Ugandan oil is to be shipped that way. Meanwhile, the Chinese, it seems, are trying out a new softer strategy in Africa. Xi Jinping has recently said that China will send one 
billion COVID vaccine shots to Africa. But is it free of charge? Today's lesson, never stop contemplating a matter if the matter is in unclear. It's unclear. Do a thorough job. Thank you and see you later, alligator, at a wild crocodile. Oh, thank you.